Before we start today's show, I just want to give a massive shout out to Acast for making this show happen. Thanks, Acast. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello and welcome to the PJ Podcast for another episode this week with a guy who I've actually um, worked with once when he filled in on our radio show, the Jason PJ Show on ZDM. I think Jace was away crook and um, we had new guests filling in each show and this guy, Art Green, came on and he was a really good sport and um, that's, that's pretty much it. Oh, we might have like met once or twice after that but um but no we've never actually really got to sit down and have a, a good chat and this was one of them which was awesome to just pick his mind because he is very passionate about health and well-being and um he has actually recently been chosen to be on Celebrity Treasure Island Fans vs Faves where he has selected Movember as his charity and in this chat, we go into more about that, the reason why he selected it and the personal connection he has with it. We also um, dive into the importance of good friends and being ruthless, I guess, with the people who you choose to hang out with as you get older, because they're the people who impact you the most. Also, and this is a big one, what to believe when it comes to the latest health information. Me personally, I find it so hard to dissect what is true and what's not, and like there are just so many fads and there are so many phases. How does Art, who actually hosts his own podcasts, uh, podcast, well and good, how does he navigate that? Like what is real? What is not? We go into that and um, have a big chat about it. I hope you enjoy my chat with Art Green. Arthur, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Really, really appreciate it. Oh, thanks, Polly. You yeah, know, it's um, it's good to be here. I also I appreciate using my full name. <laughs> Not many people call me Arthur anymore. Usually, it's just my parents. Well, but, the only um, reason is I actually because I've just got a new baby called Charlie, and Arthur Art Artie Poo were actually like some of my front running names. And then he was it's born. A good name, and, a strong name. Yeah, but then he was born, and he was totally not an Arthur. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, you do, you do you know, don't you? You do you, know. Like, it's weird because I think until you have a kid, you're like. <laughs> I mean, babies look like babies. <laughs> yeah, they're just like little gremlins. Um, but they actually do, they do sort of show a bit of a personality or have a look to them that you can't really explain. No, it's weird. We had Freddie. We were like adamant. I was like, totes Freddie. And then he came out and I was like, oh my God. I was, I was really confused. I was like, here's a Charlie. And pff, haven't looked back. 
Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, well done. Hey, thank you. Um, look, you're always up to so much. You've got so many projects on the go. What is big for 2023? Obviously, um, you have been on Celebrity Treasure Island, Fans vs. Faves. No doubt that was that was pretty fun to film. That was a lot of fun to film. It was probably – so I've done it – I've been on that show twice now. Yeah. I was on just when it was a regular <laughs> Celebrity Treasure Island, and then now this most recent one is the, is the Faves vs. Fans. And I just – I enjoyed it more. I was – you know, far more relaxed mm. and I just, I just had a lot more fun. So I'm, in, you know, looking forward to watching all that back. Um, and yeah, I mean, who knows what else this year has got in store for us. Um, there's a few things, you know, in the background playing out um, that, that may show their heads, stuff that I sort of can't really talk about too much. Okay. Okay. Um, that's all right. So that's, I mean, useless, useless conversation I'm having with you right now. Um, <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. <laughs> but some things might be emotion and they might just yes, they may, not be confirmed not be right things. now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's very exciting. Um, apart from that, like my, my podcast, I have a podcast as well, which is a health and wellness podcast called Well and Good. And I really enjoy recording chats with people learning some interesting things about health and uh, yeah, so that's always on the go. But I mean, the main thing is looking after kids, as you know, it uh, <laughs> takes over your life and it really does. We've, got, we've got two now. So we've got a three year or just over three and one and a half year old. So it's relentless. Um, so obviously on Celebrity Treasure Island, uh, Fans vs Faves, you have to come up with a, a charity, which you align with and no surprises. You've chosen Movember. Is there a special reason behind that? Obviously, you know, you're very passionate about men's health, but any other sort of reasons that have sort of contributed to that decision? Um, yeah, yeah, there there are. Yeah, firstly, I think Movember does a really good job of trying to raise the awareness of health, like, in general, not just for men, but also for women. Um, yes, there's a bit of stuff in there about, caring for your body and your physical health and getting checkups and all that sort of stuff. But they've really shifted more into a bit of a mental health focus. And I just, I see the importance of this as being so relevant um, in our society at the moment. And, and I think they do a really good job to encourage people to talk, especially guys in New Zealand. Like we're so useless at talking to people. And I myself have been useless at this in the past. And it's generally when you're feeling down that you need to talk to someone, but Mm. you just don't feel like you want to talk to someone. So um, I think they do. I think maybe just do a really good job of trying to encourage people to encourage people to talk because I think that's your first your first thing that you can have up your sleeve to help kind of put yourself in a good headspace if you can you can find someone to lean on and talk to. Um, and so yeah, that's that's been uh, that's you know one of the reasons why I really um, wanted to get behind Movember and and another one was just that we had a during one of the COVID lockdowns had a. Um, a family friend who took his life and I, it really just hit home for me because he was someone who was so extroverted and always seemed so upbeat and so happy. And, and for him to, you know, feel in, like he was in such a dark place that he needed to, his only escape was to take his life was just something that was so surprising and so saddening for us. Mm. Um, I'm and sorry to hear that. that. Yeah. Well, it was just, I guess it's one of those things that, I mean, we all know of someone or know of someone and, who knows of someone who's taken their life and it was um it just seems crazy that it's as common as it is and uh and oftentimes i think that it it can be avoided by uh through connection mm. and yeah 
Well, you say you, you used to sort of struggle to open up. You do come across as someone who would probably be very in touch with talking, communication and, and looking after yourself. But when did you kind of make that change? Do you remember when you sort of were like, okay, look, this is actually pretty important to open up. I need to do this. Yeah. I mean, I've always been, I've always been pretty open. Um, I was raised by parents, well, my mom especially, who, you know, is, is very open, talks about everything, but my dad doesn't. Yeah. And so it's probably, and I've, so I've always been okay talking about feelings and stuff, I guess, um, with like with my mum. but it's kind of got to the point where I, I want to be able to do that with friends and other people as well. And so um, I've really had to make more of an effort to reach out to people and, and identify people in my friend circle or in my family that I can talk to. And I, and I sort of, um, I've created this environment whereby if I'm feeling down or if I just want to chat, I can reach out to them without having to um, initiate a conversation around it, you know? So it's like, it's kind of like preparing for the, for these times when you might need the help. You kind of need to, you kind of need to prepare before you actually feel like you, uh, might need some money, some help or have someone to talk to. So like I have a, I've got like a WhatsApp chat group with some friends of mine and, uh, and we're all very close. And so that's like, that's in place. And so oftentimes, you know, one of us in, in our little group will reach out and, and just say, you know, Hey, how's everyone going? And sometimes people aren't doing so well. And then we sort of chat and get around it. And it's just a really, um, uh, it just feels really good. It feels kind of liberating. And, um, yeah. That's an interesting WhatsApp group because I don't know, that kind of gives me a bit of anxiety thinking of telling how I'm feeling in front of a lot of people, but maybe there's power in that because maybe there's more accountability. Well, yeah, maybe. I mean, it's not, I mean, my little group chat is only, there's only four of us in there. We're okay. very uh, small, close friends yeah. um, who, who got together because we wanted to, we wanted to have a group where we could talk about our feelings That's awesome. and we're all guys. And so it's like, you know, at the start it was a bit, it felt a bit weird yeah but we're all just now used to it and it feels really good um yeah as you've kind of got older and and realized the importance of friends and and I guess quality over quantity has it made you reassess who you were hanging out with because ultimately that impacts you as a person Totally. Yeah. yeah. I, and I think, I think, um, a lot of it also comes from having kids because yes. when you, when you have kids, you really just, you sacrifice a lot. Mm. One of the things is that I've sacrificed a lot is just time to myself. And some of that time that I would have to myself would be, you know, used to be spent, um, with friends. And so now that I don't have as much time for that, it's like, I really have to prioritize who I want to spend that limited time that I have with. And I want it to be with people that make me feel good, mm. lift me up. Um, I feel like, you know, I really connect with. And and I think we all have these people in our lives that we do find it's just so easy. We just connect with, we vibe with, we feel like we have the same energy, you know, whatever you want to yeah. call it. Like there's just this feeling of connection that we have with some people and some people we just don't. Yes. And, and I think that now I've realized that I'm just not going to waste my time and pursue friendships that... I know deep down, like, I just don't have that same connection that I do with other other people. And so, and I'm okay with that. You yeah. know, I used to be like, oh, no, I, you know, I don't want to lose 
friends and I, I'm, I'm scared of this change and moving on. You don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. You don't want to hurt anyone's feelings or be an asshole. But, um, no, exactly. And that's what it, so, and that's an interesting thing. Like, what about if you're, <laughs> if you're sort of like, you know, you've got someone in your life that you're like, you know, we've been friends for, we've been friends since school, yeah. say, and we haven't really been in touch that much, but we're sort of like, you know, we keep tabs on each other, but we like live different lives. We've grown apart. We're, you know, not really, not really that close anymore. Like, do you then like really try hard to pursue mm. that or do you just, I mean, do you just accept it and move on? I feel, I feel like those ones you don't hold on too tight, but you kind of go with the flow. And if the opportunity comes up and it feels easy, do you know what I mean? And you're not having to push it, then I think go with it. I think there'll be always opportunities to maybe see those people. But, yeah, I agree. Like, you can't force it or else you're putting all this energy into something that what are you going to get out of in the end, really? No, exactly. And what happens – hang on, wait a minute. What if you've got someone that you're not <laughs> Are we really... going through all your current situations? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just – hey, I'm just – I'm role-playing here. Okay, Ooh. so say I'm – okay, I'm Polly right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, um, and, and I've got this friend yeah. and uh, <laughs> she – and I'm like, I, you know – She's she's a she's a good friend. Yeah. But like Have you been I'm talking really, to some of my friends? <laughs> I've been talking to a lot of your friends. I did a lot of research before this podcast. And so and so you're thinking like I think I I'm just going to distance myself like I'm not getting anything out of this relationship. Mm. We've grown apart. I'm like mm. I'm not really vibing on with with her anymore. But then what about what if she still thinks that you're like still vibes with oh, you. Like can yeah, can that be a rough. thing? Can one person can one person really connect and vibe with one person but the other person can't or does it have to be reciprocal? I don't I imagine, know. Like, if I'm if I'm not vibing with someone, if I'm not connecting with them, then I'm like, well, surely they can't be vibing with me either. Like we just must be on different sort of levels of vibration. Yeah, but that's not always oh the way. God, that sounds spiritual, doesn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm asking. Like, is it is it is it the way? I don't know. I don't know. That's why checking in and communication is always very key it to is. ensure the people are on the same page. But it's so true. Like as you get older. I know so many people have been traditional people pleasers and you don't want to hurt people's feelings. But at the end of the day, you're actually being kinder. You're actually being kinder to everyone around you. You can give the best version of yourself when you say yeah. no. Like, yeah, you, how do you say well, no? Uh, how you do know, you say I, no? You just, I feel like you're, you're saying you're being kinder. You're just saying that to make yourself feel better. You're actually being really mean. And I'm going to tell that friend that we were hypothetically talking about. I'm going to tell them for you. I'm just an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> But like, yeah. Um, how do you go? Yeah, about how do you say no? Oh, how do you break up with a friend? You just ghost them. You just ghost them. You just you <laughs> I mean, slowly no, drift out of their Not specifically breaking up, but if like, do you feel well, a you lot more comfortable? You can't tell them to their face. You can't no, tell them. No, sure. but what I'm saying is, just if people, if they are even your friends and they want to hang out, yeah. and you're just you literally, you would rather prioritize your health and well being, or like yeah. you know doing something for yourself. How do you, how do you word that? Do you literally have such honest friendships that you can just be pretty straight up? I do with some people. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but it's very – I guess it's quite infrequent that I would have to have that discussion with someone that I was close enough with because generally I'd probably want to hang out with them over, like, doing something else. But, you know, with the people that I'm not that close with who I probably couldn't have that discussion yeah, yeah, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd probably just make up an excuse. Oh, like, really? And, you know, that's one of – But you can do kids. The, you can just say kids. It's one of the benefits of having kids. Like, they give you – they give you no time, but they also give you great excuses. Yes, and no one's going to, like, ask what, you know. No, not gonna, exactly. My kid just shat, shat in the car. I've got to clean it up, you know. <laughs> <Do> <laughs> Whatever. You feel a lot of pressure on you because you are probably 
one of New Zealand's biggest health and wellness influencers. I know you probably hate that term, but with that, does that come a lot of pressure or do you actually almost find that it fuels you and it motivates you? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ah, oh, man, it's, uh, I go in between. Yeah. I go in between some days where I'm like, I'm enthusiastic about you know helping people with their health and you know i'll i'll, I'll post some stuff that I, I really think will be will help a lot of people and and i get really enthusiastic about it um and then some other days i'm like a bit, little bit discouraged um just because of the nature of social media it is so polarized yeah. and it's so yes and no and black and white and right and wrong yes. that there's no room for nuance, nuance. And so, ding, ding. And, and so with that said, like I, I sometimes I'll, I'll post something and someone might be like, oh, you can't do that. That's wrong. And mm-hmm. you know, it's blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well. I'm trying to help I, people know, here. I know. That's the thing. It's like, it's like I'm trying to help people. And, uh, you know, people will complain that I'm not posting about something that I should be posting about. Uh, yeah. I don't know, like some sort of world matter that might be happening at the moment or something. Yes. And, and it's like, well. I don't know. Like I, I can't post about everything and I can't, I can't. And I mean, in reality, I also don't think that we would, this is completely off topic. No, it's not. Um, no, it's totally not. I, it's so I relevant. Don't think our, I don't think our brains were designed to, <laughs> I don't think we evolved for our brains to be all able the same. to comprehend <laughs> that, but also <laughs> to be able to comprehend all of the negativity and the stress and the yeah. sadness that we are exposed to every single day. Most of us through news um, mm-hmm. And even on social media as well, just all the troubles in the world. Like, I think that um, information technology has only been around for to the, uh, on the level that it's on at the moment for like a hundred years, maybe yeah. uh, two hundred years. No, probably like a hundred years. You know, being able to know that there's uh, wars and famine and people dying and people blowing people up and people shooting everyone all around the world yep. all in one day. Yes. And I just think that that is there is so much grief and so much uh, sadness in in all of that information. But I don't think our brains were really designed to know all that, all in a short space of time. Like, I think that we were only really designed. We were, we were only we meant were, to know our immediate surroundings, exactly. right? Like, like, like our own little, little village, right? Yes. And, you know, maybe, maybe we would have a sickness and a death once a month, like, you know? And so it's just. Um, it's overwhelming. Like it's, it's sensory overload. overload. It, it really is. And I feel like we're living in this environment that is. Uh, and environment, I mean, uh, both in the real world, but also predominantly on our on our phones, metaverse, or some sort of screens. Yeah, yeah because that is our environment, really. That is, it's just so negative, and I, and I think we can find ourselves getting a bit caught up in all that. And 
Yeah, and then there's and then yeah. there's this guilt thrown at you for not caring about a, a certain issue. Exactly. And it's like, well, you, well, you don't actually know what I'm caring about. You don't know what capacity my brain is taking on with anxiety of all these other issues just because I'm not showcasing um, that said issue doesn't mean that I don't give a shit. <laughs> like exactly. It's, yeah, it's, exactly. It's a lot. But I mean, sometimes, sometimes I don't care about the issues yeah. because I, I choose not to. Um, yeah. I actively have to – I do this because I, I actively try to care less about everything. Almost. Well, because almost you feel powerless with certain issues and, yeah, and sometimes and you want to take control and actually go, well, what, what can I impact in my immediate life around me? Yep. I'm going to do something and, that I know I can actually see results or help people yeah. around me instead of, I don't know, posting about what just happens to be trendy at the moment. Yeah, yeah. totally. And, 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 and it's, it is you do feel powerless. Um, and But I think there's a positive to that as well because mm. like, you know, if, you, if you actually are powerless, then it's like, then you, maybe you don't need to worry about it. Mm-mm. You know, maybe, maybe this something that's happened, or a shooting that's happened in the States, say. Yeah. Um, maybe, although it's, you know, sounds bad, but like maybe you don't, need to, don't even need to think about it. You don't even mm. need to worry about because it. Because back can, in the day, you, you would to, have absolutely no idea about it. No, no, exactly. And, and you worrying about it and getting sad about it and caring so deeply about it and feeling uh, so emotional about it, which, you know, is, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but like mm. that can, it is something that, it's detrimental nothing, to your health. It's detrimental to your health and nothing you can do is going to change any situation. So it's like, well, you can make a choice. Do you want to feel into that grief and that um, that sadness or do you just want to ignore it? On that topic, while we're speaking of the internet, you know, you are doing a podcast around health and well-being. There is just so much information which is constantly changing and constantly conflicting, you know, regarding meat. It's good for you. Uh, Carbs are bad. Coffee is good. Coffee is bad. Don't drink wine. Oh, have a wine. Um, (laughs) How do you wade through that? Is your approach continuously open and learning? Because I feel like the world is constantly evolving. Like, how do you, as a person, consume your health and wellness knowledge? Great, great question. (laughs) Um, Big question. Massive question. It is is continually evolving. And I think the way to do it is to just go into it with an open mind. I think uh, there is so much information that it is so difficult to be uh, constantly up to date with the information by yourself. So I have people that I look to that are are sort of like trusted health experts, doctors, educational people um, that I know are very well researched. So they spend the time doing the research and then they share the information in an unbiased way. And I think it's really key that you can identify some people like that, that you can look to, to then gain your knowledge, but you really have to trust them and know and kind of like trust their values and make sure that they align with yours and, and know that they are going to be coming at things from an unbiased position, which is very difficult to (laughs) gather from social media, but you can do your best and try and find people that are. And so for me, that's what I do. And I, I like to, go into things with an open mind. I like to experiment with different things because oftentimes there's no one right way. And there's also lots of right ways Yeah. Um, because something that suits one person might not suit someone else, but it might, you know. Um, well, that's it. It's so individual. Our health is so individual. And I yeah, think traditionally is. there have been rules that everyone you know, will follow or think applies to them. And it doesn't because we have completely different um, constitutions and bodies and needs. And 
It's and yeah, I think that's why it's so confusing because there is so much information which is probably relevant for different people in different circumstances. Yeah, no, it, it really is. And there are some like broad brush strokes that you can use yeah. from a health perspective to sort of like, you know, say that this is probably going to be beneficial for the majority of the population or whatever. But then it's just like there's sort of just, I guess, like, the, you know, a hierarchy of how important these things are for an individual's health and and then also how specific they are to the individual's own personal genetics and how they yes. might be affecting and their, and their lifestyle and their personal circumstances and stuff like I just find it so hard because I have plucked a number of health experts or whatever that I follow on Instagram. And because I love the ones where it's like biohacking, like just quick tips, right? Because now I'm a new mom. I want quick. I want to be able to do totally. things. We all do. Yeah. We just want the information just like Give it to me now. straight into our brain in like five seconds. But just so much of it contradicts each other. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And now like oat milk is not good. There was a massive thing about oat milk and it's like, do not have oat milk. And I'm like, well, probably next year oat milk is going to be amazing. But right now it's, you know, oh. I've got sunflower oil and it's inflammatory and all this stuff. Oh. Well, I mean, you can find some without sunflower oil, but it's hard to find. Um, and the thing with that sort of stuff is that everyone has different values to which yeah, they place true. different importance for health. Uh, and so, you know, you can be looking at something, say oat milk, and you can mm. be like, okay, well, I don't, I think dairy is inflammatory and I don't think that dairy is going to be healthy for me. So I think that it's going to be more healthy than dairy. And they, and they might think about it from that perspective. Uh, maybe it's an eth- for ethical reasons. Mm. So they'll overlook something like the Correct. health implications of it with a, say, a sunflower oil, which is a, a seed oil, which is potentially inflammatory as well. And mm. so people kind of have these different... Uh, different value sets that can really influence how they deem something to be healthy or how healthy it might be. So, you know, yeah, you've got ethical reasons. You've got sustainability. What do you do with your coffee? Let me guess. You have it just black. Oh, Oh, no, no, no. Butter. Yeah, butter. I've been through that phase too. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I used to do bulletproof coffees with butter and a bit of MCT oil. I used to just have black coffee when I was like into my intermittent fasting. Um, I then went through to my sort of uh, long blacks with a bit of cream. Yeah. And now, now I'm currently, what I've got oat is milk. I, <laughs> I've, I've been through the oat milk phase as well. It's just Absolutely. so freaking tasty. I'm so on it. Yeah. Oh. No, well, now what I do, yeah. now what I do is I have, I have an espresso machine at home and I make a delicious espresso. And then the milk that I use, I have sourced some raw organic milk. From oh, nice. And raw organic organic cream and I actually mix them together and I have half milk half cream steamed together and I make a piccolo so only a little bit of um it's like a small flat white basically a small strong flat white and I have that with the half cream half milk and it is oh it's life-changing that sounds good man Mm. is that your order like when you go into a cafe now is that your order or do you just feel like a wanker uh, well, it is both. I, it is my order, and I do feel like a wanker. I call it. I call it a milky, creamy piccolo, and my local, um, the local cafe here knows it already. It's an art grade so special. She, she, yeah, she's like, "Are oh, you on the usual?" I'm like, "You bet I do. I'm a wanker. <laughs> Brew it up for me, Sal." I guess when it comes down to it, you know, the less food has been touched, and the more we can go back to growing our own local, untouched produce the better but unfortunately we live in a world where you know there is privilege and for a lot of people they can't do that and so to access healthy food you have to spend a shitload of money and it's just 
It's, you it's, really do. It's, it's oh, so man. frustrating. Yeah, it sucks. And, um, and it's, you know, it's, have, it's gotten, you know, worse with inflation and stuff at the moment. Yeah. And I, bl- I bought a block of cheese. It was $17 the other day. And I was like, it's not even a big block. What's going on? <laughs> it's insane. Um, and, uh, yeah, it is frustrating. And it's also, yeah, and it's challenging. Um, I'm not a politician and I don't know the ramifications of this, but, like, I'd love to see a, a subsidy on healthy fresh produce in our supermarkets like i don't know if that's possible or anything i'd love to see more fruit and veggie gardens just like for everyone in the city like Uh, in the parks i had this idea idea that um you know like berms right berms what's a berm uh, a berm is like the grass outside on the other side of someone's fence before you get to the road oh yeah sometimes there's a footpath there and sometimes it's a berm what do you call it strip just like a little landing strip Not like yeah, that, you like can it. call it a landing strip. If you want to grow your veggies <laughs> on your landing strip, you go for it. Anyway, I was thinking that, you know, there's so much wasted land there. Why not yeah. put planter boxes there? You can have this cool, like, sort of community thing where it's like, you know, feeding the community. Maybe you could get some kids from schools involved. Then you could get some old people involved to help <sighs> teach the kids. Because what are old people up to? Not much. Not much. Yeah, and they know how to garden because they're old. So, you know, get them involved. I think it'll be really Bring cool. Bring that community. I'm so yeah. passionate about this. This I is know, what society is missing. We need to yeah. go back to helping each other. Totally. Um, so, yeah, I think that'll be a cool thing. The only, like, the only problem with growing your own is yeah. that I have a, I've got a small, ve- well, a medium-sized vegetable garden here. Mm. And it's like, it's easy. I'm not going to lie. Growing the vegetables is actually pretty easy because people think it's hard mm. and that, you know, you need to know all this stuff. Um, you don't. You just you just yeah. get some soil, chuck some stuff in the ground, just you follow a few sort of tips from people and, and you really can't go wrong. Yeah. Um, but the issue is that it takes so long. Mm. So say in a, in a planter box that might be like two meters long and one meter deep, you could plant like six broccolis in there mm. and they'll grow. They'll take like three months to grow. And then if you have broccoli every night for your family, <laughs> like that's one week. That's so, so you, true. You know, it's like, yeah. it's actually, oh, okay. Um, I mean, there are ways you can get a lot smarter and plant a lot more dense. Um, yes, but, but you can quickly rip through yeah. it. But it's, I mean, I think it is to be to be really self-sustaining um, with your own food. You do need a bit more of a veggie garden, a bit more land potentially. And um, learning to eat seasonally as well and like yeah, embracing absolutely. that. Yeah, a lot of it is, is, um, is behavioural. What so because because where are you? So you're in uh, you're in the Wairarapa. I am mighty the, I am in the mighty Wairarapa. Um, my partner yeah. is a farmer, and we have what we sort of farm? Sheep and beef. Um, and we purchased a lifestyle property just down the road from the farm, so we could have kind of our own little entity. Um, uh, last year, so it's um awesome. bit of bit of an acreage, and it's got a river. I've always wanted to start a retreat. Oh, you've got a river. We got a river. Yeah. Oh man. So I can Wim Hof it. Oh, great. Whereabouts in the wider Africa? Um, so it's about 20 minutes north of Masterton. Uh, it's between nice. Ekatahuna and Masterton oh, under the Tarara Ranges. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so yep. it's. Um, I, um, I grew up in the wider and my dad still lives here in Masterton. Oh, stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to live um, just, just out of Martinborough. So that was that was where I grew up on a, a sheep and cattle farm Did there you? as well. Yeah, so I oh know it well. Oh, my God. Do you get back there much or not really? Oh, uh, once a year, maybe once or twice a year. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I love it. Well, Martinborough's definitely um, changed a lot over the years, isn't it? Yeah, like, Martinborough's changed heaps. <laughs> even even Marston is getting cooler now. Like, there's a Starting cafe to. there. Trocadero. 
Same Sebastian. Absolutely. <laughs> Head down to Trocadero. Uh, uh, my sister's working there over summer. So really? Yeah, say hi. Yep. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, as we head into a new year, there's always trends. You know, I think every man and, and woman and their dogs have been dabbling in the ice baths, um, Wim Hofing it, and, and, you know, the hot cold therapies and stuff like that. As your podcast is emerging, are you seeing any trends come through that you might see yes. a lot of people doing over the next year? Oh, um, great. Well, great question. Um, because I was, I was thinking about this the other day of uh, general health trends that I'm seeing at the moment. Um, in terms of ones that are, uh, that are little things like ice baths and stuff, um, I actually don't know, apart, apart from probably ice bath, because, <laughs> because that is um, that is that has been trending, I think, for the last couple of years, and it's still gaining momentum, and people are finding it's um, something that is an, an easy way to make yourself feel different and potentially feel better, and people can just have a cold shower. It's easily accessible. Yeah. Um, it, well, it's a bit harder in summer where you, the winter, the water's perhaps not cold enough. But in, in winter, certainly, you can just... Oh, see, I struggle to do it in winter. I'm, I struggle to do it when you actually probably need to do it the most. I'm like, it's mm. too freaking cold. It's pretty yeah, cold where we are. It, it is. And showers are actually... You know, I find jumping under a cold shower in winter more difficult than getting in my ice bath. And I think that when I get in my ice bath, I'm like, cool, I'm just going to I'm gonna go straight in there. I know exactly what to expect. It's um, the same feeling of coldness, like, every time I go in. Whereas with a shower, it's like, it's sort of like you turn it on and then there's this little like, this slight split second of, of like before the water hits you and you're like, oh God, when's it going to come? And then, and then it's sort of, it's hitting you, like it's, it's assaulting you from all angles and it's like, um, and, it's, and, it's, and, it's, and it's running water and it's like, it's actually, I think that an ice bath is very beneficial from a physiological point of view, yeah. um, from like the mental health from benefit, the, like, for, well, from, from the very, like very cold. Um, so like physiological stuff like um, can be good for fat loss. It can potentially improve immune response and mm. um, a whole lot of other things. But then from a psychological point of view, for like your anxiety, so depression, mental health, which ice baths can help with, help with. Yeah. Um, I, I think the shower can be really beneficial for that psychological aspect because I feel like there's more of a psychological barrier yeah. that you need to get yes, over. That's so and it's true. this it's the stress that you put yourself through <laughs> and it's the way that you cope with that that stress. And it's like, well that does actually Yeah. Because how long are you um, meant to have it on cold in the shower? Like what's the idea there? You just slowly well, build up. Yeah. So so a good way to do it is you can start with a normal shower, then at the end of your shower turn mm. it to cold for 30 seconds. I think that's a good way to ease into it. Um but I don't I mean I think really what you want to and then maybe you could just start um start increasing the length of that cold at the end of your warm shower. But then what you really want to be able to do is to jump straight into a cold shower, because I think that's where you get the most benefit is, um, the shock. is putting yourself in that shock and that stressful state and making it, getting through it, feeling really good and, um, and staying as calm as you can while you're doing it. Again, with conflicting information. So I saw an acupuncturist for quite a while and I guess with the Chinese medicine, there's a, there's sort of this philosophy of, and in the winter and stuff, you want to stay warm. And it seems so counter, intuitive, like counterproductive. It's like, am I going against one ideal? Like, how the hell do you know? But then yeah. there's so much information coming out about the benefits of it. So I'm like, well, well it must work. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I think cold is just one, is one example of um, a stress that you can expose yourself to that then will cause your body and your mind to potentially bounce back stronger and yeah. in many different ways. And, and we do that with, 
Um, exercise is another example of the, of putting our bodies through stress and we're, uh, you know, causing little, um, micro tears and inflammation in our in our bodies at a local localized level and and that is then going to cause our bodies to bounce back get stronger and so there are so many different ways in which our bodies work like this mm. and, and even with some foods you know we have some green vegetables that um one of the reasons why they're so beneficial for us is because they have phytonutrients in them which are you know causing a little bit of they're a little bit damaging to us they're like defense chemicals for i've heard kale's bad now well, don't get me started on kale. <laughs> kale and no, oat kale. milk are like the devils oh. of the wellness world now. Yeah, they it's, were the heroes I mean, for a like, while. I know. And like, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not big on kale. I used to, I used to have kale because you know back when it was cool, the most healthy thing you could do. Yeah, it was cool. Um, you know, I'd have a kale smoothie every day, and every time I had a kale smoothie, I'd, I'd felt like, like shit. Especially if I put too much kale in, it would yeah. like hurt my tummy, and I'll be like. <laughs> Now I've just got to push through, man. Everyone says it's healthy. Yes. Got to do it. And now, and and now I'm like, now I understand that, that no, it's like it's potentially too bad. And, and but it's like anything really, like in small amounts. I'm sure kale can be perfectly harmless and potentially beneficial. But everything uh, in moderation. Everything in moderation. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's it. What I what would be some tips for new mamas, new papas who are listening? Like I. I look at people who are living their best healthy life and I'm like, fuck, I just, I can't right now. And and you want to start somewhere, but I'm like, okay, well, do I do the food? Do I do the exercise? Do I do the meditation? Like, how did you kind of find that you eased your way into it? Well, Matilda yeah. even, because um, obviously, you know, she's got two little ones. Like, how do you prioritize that and get back into the, the good stuff? Yeah, you've got to figure out what... Uh so when you're when you're a parent, you've got very limited time, right? So you've got yeah. to figure out what's your what's your bang for your buck. So, and and I and I mean like what's going to be the most beneficial for you because you've got so little time. So for me, like before having kids, I used to meditate two times twenty minutes a day, exercise. <laughs> um, I used to get really into cooking, and I'd cook amazing meals, and you know it was great. It was a great life. And now, um, <laughs> and now, it's like, <laughs> now it's like, okay, maybe I've got an hour to myself during the day. So, yeah. you know, if I'm looking after the kids, sometimes not even that, but we'll go for that anyway. Um, and I know that for me, like exercise is my biggest, is the biggest thing that, that shifts the needle the most for me in terms of my health, not just from a, a physical point of view, but from a mental point of view. So that means that if I've only got an hour, I'll, I'll exercise. I won't meditate or well, even though I would love to, but I know that the, for me, exercise is it just uh, it shifts the needle more, and it's me, kind of a, a meditation direction. in itself. It, it it is for me because when I exercise, I'm quite I'm very focused, and I'm um and I I exercise like fast if I'm in the gym. I don't sort of you know I don't fuck around. I just like to get get shit done. And so yeah. when I'm doing that, I'm like I have to be very focused because it's quite um you know it's quite physically demanding and it's also quite mentally draining and demanding as well. Um, so I like, I look at it as, as a form of meditation as well sometimes, which is, um, which is really nice and, and other people might go for runs and, and have the same sort of experience with, with their exercise too. So, yeah, I mean, figuring out what's going to be the most important thing for you, um, and to, and then, and then God, just <laughs> making the time, eh? Like you just. And don't be so yourself. hard on yourself. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I find it so easy to berate yourself and be like, I should be doing this. But really, you're raising a child and you're doing a pretty good job. That's the thing, like, with kids... We, our society just doesn't really value um, raising kids uh, as much as I think we should, especially for females, because I think there's been this thing of, you know, female inequality where now women are, uh, you know, pr- I guess they feel more pressure into be, have, having really successful having everything. working lives. Yeah. 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 And then it's like, well, okay, they're, they're pressured into that. And it's like, well, then what about being a mom? where that's potentially the most important job that anyone could ever do um, because you're literally raising a person um, and and then also they're expected to then be an economic powerhouse as yes. well. And it's and like, it's like the mother role has almost been downplayed. Oh, it and- has been downplayed and it's like it's it's not – and so a stay-at-home mom is just a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, someone – a stay-at-home mom might – might say that they might say i'm just a stay-at-home mom but no you're not not just you're you're the most incredible person if you're a stay-at-home mom so yeah i think that that's a a real shame in our society well i've seen a lot of people talk about how we do need to go back to the village because it does raise a village it takes a village to raise children right and um i do hope that kind of momentum picks up a bit more because we've gone so far one way it's like we kind of need to shift back a bit and slow down and yeah. and just really focus on that community. Mm. Yeah, um, I think I, I really do think that that's, um, there, there is a bit of a bounce back happening. And I think also coming out of COVID and stuff, it's like people are back with a vengeance wanting to be part of a community and yeah, um, and seek friendships. And, I and see you help. guys go to the local, um, <laughs> is it the hall for carols and music? <laughs> yeah, so that was, um, that was uh, Matilda's... Uh, choir that she's a part of. So, so that's part of a choir. She's the youngest by about 40 years. I love it. And they had a Christmas performance just yeah. before Christmas and it was truly magical. They were they were really good. Um, I was trying to wrangle two small kids, so I actually didn't get to see much of it. <laughs> about, I think it was at the end of the very first song, my son lost it. Um, <laughs> so I had to take them outside and find some toys. Love so that. I sort of caught snippets of it. But um yes we that's do so we cool do. that she decided to join that oh it's so cool yeah it's so cool it's and, um, and that's just one of the aspects of living we live in walkworth so 45 minutes north of auckland a small small little town and it's just um the community aspect of this place that we really we really like and things like that um you know we walk down the street and we'll say hi to five of our neighbors and, yeah um you know everyone, you know your neighbors you, yeah, you don't you know your neighbors in the city no, exactly. Often, um, not all so, the time, but quite often. I mean, so, so there are some really cool pockets and communities in Auckland um, and in and in main big cities. But uh, in general, I I hadn't experienced that when I lived in Auckland. So um, yeah. the shift up here was a really nice shift for that reason. And was so, that because yeah. of kids that kind of prompted that move? 
Uh, like one of the reasons was because we, the two main reasons were probably because we wanted to buy a house and we couldn't really afford anything that we wanted in Auckland. So we looked further out. And the second reason was because we were living this lifestyle that was um, not really conducive with how we wanted to live. Like we were, <laughs> this was sort of four years ago and, and we were, you know, getting invited to all of these launch parties and, and, and openings of stores and different things. And like, we would sort of go along to them and I'm not very good at saying no. So we just get along to them and, and I'd be spending my time doing that rather than spending my time with friends that I actually wanted to hang out with. Yeah. And, um, and I found that we, for me, I really needed to geographically move away from that lifestyle because, um, it would just be far easier. Um, if we did that, then I, I wouldn't be you know, tempted to, to live that lifestyle that I didn't actually really want to live. So yeah, so that, that's been really great. Just kind of slowing down, moving mm. up here and slowing down and yeah. And then I suppose your, your trips to the city now have a whole lot more meaning and you're going if you actually really want to, not just because you have to. Yep, exactly. And you go in there and you walk down Ponsonby Road and, and you feel a vibe and it feels You exciting. enjoy it more in a yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely. And like I never used to feel that because it was just so normal. You take um, it for granted. Day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's funny though, I do find like say I'm walking down Ponsonby Road and I will have dressed to go into the city um, and I will have dressed <laughs> differently than if I dressed just to walk around Walkworth. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, and I'm conscious of that, you know, I'm walking down the street in Ponsonby and I'm like, man, do I look cool enough? I'm looking at people and I'm like, oh, yeah. they look really cool. I'm like, oh man, I wish I just didn't care about this. I know. Um, because I walked, I walked down the street in Walkworth. I'm like in bare feet and like this old God, that's so true. And like just no one even bats an eyelid. I in rock fact, into Macedon and my gumboats to the cafe all the time <laughs> in the shittest attire. And yeah, I'm it's back in, I'm in Christchurch at the moment and I'm like, oh my God, everyone's so trendy and I'm like yeah. so out of it. <laughs> it's funny, eh? Yeah. Um, it's great. It's great to have that perspective, and it's also great to be able to live both those lives. Yes. I think it makes it a little bit more can make it quite enjoyable. Um, yeah. I'm. It's it's funny because around here, people comment when I wear shoes because I wear bare feet so frequently. Like all <laughs> You're the time. A people people think I'm. They're like, oh, what's wrong with your feet when I'm wearing shoes? It's this little. <laughs> it's like a town joke. Like I'm like the joke of Walkworth. But um, have you got have you got thicker have you got thicker soles on your feet now though? I do. Yep. Is I've, that the, is um, that the intention it. behind it, or you just yeah, like it? You're yeah, grounding. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I call them my summer feet. So I've been working all winter, developing <laughs> some uh, a thin layer of callus on the sole of my feet. Delicious. And, uh, and oh yeah, and um, and now I've got my summer feet. So I don't yeah, don't need shoes. Beautiful. Um, yeah. What do they say? Winter uh, summer bodies are made of winter. Summer feet are made of. Winter. <laughs> Here we go. Absolutely. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Oh, Art, I'll let you go. Thank you so much for joining me today. But um, just with your potty, have you got any guests coming up that you want to give a little plug for? What what, what can we look forward to oh, in the new year? I'm speaking with them. I'm going to speak with this guy um, who uh, he's a breathwork expert. Yeah. And he's got a breathwork app. And I'm really looking forward to having that, that conversation. I want to find out a lot more about cool. breathwork. Um, a couple of nutritionists. I'm going to speak with Dr. Libby and pick her brains. Yeah, because mm, she she yeah, often and, goes through different, um, I guess waves of topics and things like that. Is, is sugar her latest? Well, base? I just I just asked her actually. I just said, what, what's something that you feel really passionate about at the moment that you want to talk about and share some information on? And she was she wanted to talk about that. So I said, 
hell yeah, Dr. Libby, I'll do whatever you say because you're amazing. <laughs> oh, well, uh, thank you so much for joining me. It's been um, it's been awesome to actually sit down and, and have a chat. and um, It has been. Dissect your brain and see where you come from. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been awesome. Martin <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Can you let me know when you're in, in Macedon next time? We'll hang out. Absolutely. Yeah, Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas, even though this is going to play in the new year. Um, mm. I'm really fucking awkward yeah, at wrapping so up. Do you. I hate, I hate wrapping up. <laughs> this is oh, up. really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so bad at it. I, get, oh. I feel like I have to wrap back into professional mode. And I'm like, well, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure. Um, was that your wrap up? No, I don't know. Can you wrap it up? No, good. I think I'll wrap up. So I'll wrap it up for us. Well, uh, it's been a really great chat. Oh, wait, am I me or are you me? No, you're you. I'm, I'll be I'm me. me. Okay. Okay. Um, hey, PJ, thanks for the chat today. This has been great. Um, I feel inspired after talking to you because you just have such a wonderful outlook on life. And I feel like you can, you know, infect a lot of people with your positivity. Infect? So, I don't want to be infecting people, especially well, after the last bad. couple of you're years. Infectious. You're infectious with, with positivity, so too bad. Um, and on that note, uh, have a wonderful day. And I look forward to chatting again with you soon. Hey, Arthur, thank you very much. Really, really appreciate it. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, great. Such a nice guy, Art. Uh, I really enjoyed sitting down and having a, a longer chat with him, dissecting his brain and looking at how he approaches life with his kids and Matilda and, you know, their lifestyle. You know, they're being really intentional with how they're choosing to live and I think that's really awesome. And, um, yeah, I do actually feel really inspired whenever I follow him online, I think. He has a great approach to health and well-being. And if, if you want to hear more um, of his chats with actually knowledgeable people <laughs> in the industry, uh, Well and Good is the podcast. And I have put a link in the show description so you can hear uh, from some of the biggest names, leading names in the health and well-being industry. Hope you got something out of that. Love to know uh, your feedback on Instagram, the PJ Podcast. You can hit me up there. Leave a review. um, And don't forget to subscribe to the show. But I'll be back with a full episode next week. 